Hello, and welcome back to Dr. J's Peaceful Meditation. I'm Dr. J. Moreland. Today's talk is the eighth step on the path of the spiritual warrior, the Bodhisattva. Today's talk encourages you to make every effort for enlightenment and points out that worldly pleasures are impermanent. We are following 37 trainings on the Bodhisattva path, as proposed by Gyaltsé Tokme Zangpo in the 14th century. Today's meditation will be a walking meditation. I would like to thank, once again, our listeners from around the world. We're being heard in 62 countries and territories and 604 cities. Every week, I will single out a different location to greet, and today I would like to say hello to Centennial, Colorado. Thanks for listening, Centennial. You are the reason I'm doing this podcast. You are the reason I will keep doing it to the best of my ability. I sincerely thank you. Today's talk is about making every effort towards enlightenment. Why would anyone do that? To answer this question, first, let's look at what enlightenment is. In episode 37, we talked about that. The qualities of enlightenment include virtuousness, compassion, loving-kindness, joy, egolessness, altruism, wisdom, etc. An enlightened person is just someone who has perfected these qualities. Therefore, enlightenment is the perfection of all these qualities. So, why would anyone want to be enlightened? It's not hard to see that having those enlightened qualities is not only good for ourselves, but it is good for others as well. Even though we innately know that enlightened qualities are wonderful for all, we often find every excuse not to pursue enlightenment. Why is that? Because everyday life influences us to believe that happiness is to be found outside of us, in everything else but ourselves. From an ice cream cone to nice clothes to an attractive potential mate to a fancy car, something outside us is always next on our to-do list. In fact, the nature of our existence is that there are always more pleasures ready to be indulged. We even tell each other this is so. Every car advertisement or beer commercial tells you so. We have an entire culture and system that tells us that happiness can be had for only a small price. But when you get that beautiful car or fancy new new coat, can it truly make you happy? We all experience this. Yes, it makes us happy for a bit, but not very long, right? Not only that, soon the shiny new thing we bought is on its way to the junkyard. Whatever it is will not last forever. Whatever we buy, the moment we buy it, it begins to degrade and decay. Eventually, Everything wears out, is lost, or becomes useless. There is not a single object or person on this planet 
that will last forever. If we pursue our happiness in things that don't last, our happiness will always be short-lived as well. So the logic is clear. If we want happiness that will never fade, we need to chase something that will never fade. Oddly enough, all those enlightened qualities will remain forever. Loving-kindness cannot be destroyed. Compassion will never be lost. Wisdom will never wear out. Now, we can have varying degrees of loving-kindness, compassion, and wisdom. Those qualities in ourselves may ebb and flow. But the concepts themselves, the enlightened quality, will never fade, grow old, or weaken. So again, why make every effort towards enlightenment? Because we would never separate from happiness again. If we embody those enlightened qualities, we have embodied something that is indestructible and will never fade. So how do we do it? It is not complicated, but it does take practice. Diligent practice. For example, my teachers taught me that whenever I take out the trash, I can imagine that I'm throwing out all negative thinking. We can make any activity one of enlightened activity if we do it with the right view. The enlightened qualities are always there, but we have to work at it to recognize that they're there. When I'm eating, I can visualize that I'm feeding all enlightened qualities to myself and others. That is why, before you meditate, I recommend that you briefly pause to remind yourself that you are doing your practice for the sake of the happiness of yourself and all beings. No matter what we do, if we think carefully, we can transform even the most mundane and boring tasks into enlightened activity. That is how you do it. It is your practice from one moment to the next. I hope you remember this at every point in your day. That is how you remain on the path of enlightenment and progress on the path. And here is the quote of the day from Bodhidharma. All know the way, but few actually walk it. Meditation. Today's meditation will be a walking meditation. For today's walking meditation, you will need a quiet path or labyrinth that you can safely and peacefully walk undisturbed. It can be in nature, in your house, or place of work. If you really are in a labyrinth-like structure, you would traditionally end the walking meditation in the center or the heart of the labyrinth, or in a particularly spiritually important place or in a garden or beautiful area. This represents a spiritual centering and coming home to a peaceful heart. So now, pause the podcast and find a place to begin. Once you're ready, you can restart the podcast. 
Let's begin our walking meditation. Start with a thought. May this walking meditation practice benefit myself and all beings. Just start now by walking slowly and mindfully. Walk at a pace that you would use if you were walking on dry leaves and trying to sneak up on a wild deer. Focus carefully on how the walking feels. Pay attention to every step. Pay attention to the swing of your arms. Feel as one foot lifts off the ground. Feel that foot swing forward and feel the heel land first, followed by the rest of the foot gently landing on the ground. Feel your weight shift from one foot to the next. You can feel your balance waver slightly and feel muscles adjusting to maintain that balance. Feel the foot that is behind push off from the ground and swing forward again. If you become distracted, just bring your attention back to the sensations of walking.
Sometimes at the end of a walking meditation, you can then sit at the spot where you ended the walk, and then find a good place to do a sitting meditation. If you choose to do that, you can pause the podcast here. Now I recommend that you say to yourself, through this practice, may all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. This completes today's teaching. Have an excellent day. Check out our Facebook page and give us a like. Rate the podcast and leave a comment of how we can make this better for you. Send us an email at peacefulmeditation at yahoo.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. All suggestions are appreciated. The content of this podcast should not be taken as medical or psychological advice and is for informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any medical or psychological questions. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are only that of Dr. J. Moreland and do not represent that of my places of work. I would like to thank my co-author and editor, Tang Moreland, MBA, my Spanish editor, Dr. Diami Liriano, and music and audio director, John Moreland. You are amazing. I would also like to thank Community Health Centers Incorporated in Utah and to thebuddhapath.org. I'm Dr. Jay Moreland, and you've been listening to the podcast called Dr. Jay's Peaceful Meditation. Love and blessings to you all.